Robinson. Care for a rubdown. I need all of you to stop what you're doing and listen. Something special is about to happen. Are you waiting to receive my limp penis? Very G'day Rubbers, welcome back to the Weekly Rubdown, a podcast that rubs down everything NRL Supercoach Draft. You are listening to the Round 1 Rubdown, baby. Season's here, <laughs> look Tuesday, how good? Oh, I'm your host, Natty, yep. and with me as always, riding shotgun in the Rubmobile is Wooker the Stats Wizard. What's going on, mate? Oh, it's... um. Getting over the biggest bender I've had in a while. So, um, yeah, body's, body's a bit sore after the, the footy game we had as well. And, um, yeah, you got the, a couple of um, head eyes from head eye hazel. It's It was big. It was big. Yeah. But you know what? Be a coward to give up now. Yeah, well, you put a good debt in them. Oh, God. Nails. <laughs> Nails. Yeah, right. Well. So this is going to be a bit of a different one, um, obviously, because uh, drafts have been taking place at different times throughout the preseason. Some uh, leagues have waiver-wise going at the moment. Some leagues have free agents. So, look, it's not going to help anyone really that much if we go through a waiver-wise podcast because you probably were on the NRL website at 4 p.m. looking to get up free agents. So... You, the guys that, that are on this team list here are probably already in your team. But what we'll do is we'll go through some of the ins and outs and try and have a conversation about um, some guys that are really having people get into a bit of a hissy fit. Um, and it's look, it's round one. And the, and the first thing I want to and talk look, about... Both, both of us have been affected as well. Yeah, and the first thing I want to talk about is for the first team list, you just need to just pump the brakes... Have a breath. Don't go rage trading anyone right now because these teams have to settle. You've got some guys that are coming in without a preseason. They might have had a niggle in the preseason, didn't get any trial game action. They might be benched uh, for this first round to just ease them back into the season. The last thing you want to do is fucking trade someone out and they just get eased into the season and then come round three, they're exactly who you wanted to be when they when you drafted them. And I can see that happening with a lot of people. I'm hearing a lot of hectic stories about people dropping some players that should not be dropped. But we'll get to them in a minute. Um, Wooker, Patreon. Yep. So obviously huge preseason with the Patreon. Uh, I can't even put a, put a number to it about how much more subscribers we got than what we thought we'd get in the preseason. Just blown away. So huge thank you to all the subscribers on there. Um, stick around. Things will get better and better. Trust me. I know it's hard to fucking mm. believe that things would get better, <laughs> but it will. Trust me. Because now we're into the kick of things. It's fucking in-season. This is exactly why we developed the Patreon for the in-season stats. So I want you, to Walker, to go through what's going to be available each week. Just give us a heads up, and then I'll shoot mm-hmm. people over to the Patreon to find out more about it. So each week we're going to be going through and giving the positional rankings, uh, positional matchup sheets. So that goes position by position against the relevant um, defensive position that's um, defending against them. Game matchup sheets and 
once we get past round seven, we'll start to introduce the six round average. So it gives a bit of a form guide. So from there, we'll be given the position rankings as, as well, positional matchups, game matchups, but also a bit of a home and away analysis um, and, and some um, some uh, matchup position rankings. So this will this will give a projection for some players based on what they average and what the um, the defensive team um, concedes to that specific position. So really a good guide for um, uh, selecting your um, players to sit, play, like if you're streaming a certain position, as well as captaincy selection and things like that. So is it, it really good for um, for draft, but also really good for classic as well. So the, the two things that are most integral to our podcast and uh, for us moving forward and Wooko creating this whole system – the, the rubber stats, if you will, is one, the our first stat sheet that, sheet that we developed. And what you can do there is you look at all of the, the positions and not just CTWs. You've got left wing, right wing, left center, right center, all the way through. You can see how they're scoring and how that defensive position is conceding super coach points as well. And then if you look up, you'll see left, right, middle, and that's the same. How how teams are scoring points, left, right, middle, where they're dominant, where they're scoring. And then conversely, on the points allowed sheet, you'll find out where teams are conceding points, where they're leaking a lot of points down their left corridor or their right corridor or the middle. So that's, mm. that's a great start that one then you go further into it into a deeper analysis and it's game by game so for example this week you would have a stat sheet that has eels versus storm and the players and then how they match up and it'll be all color-coded so a green next to a player will mean they've got a good matchup and a red next to a player will mean He's got a bad matchup. So straight away, without even doing too much study, you can look at those color-coded players and find out who's a start and a sit in that game due to yeah. the stats, the the conceding and the scoring uh, super coach analysis. So those two things are worth it. And then on top of that, mm-hmm. there's all these little fucking sprinkles of goodness that Wooker's got in there that'll that'll yeah. start to gain momentum as this war machine gets some data behind it. And it'll grow into something where you'll just go, fuck, okay, I'm going to sit down and spend 15 minutes finding out where where the matchups are, where the, the advantages are, where the disadvantages are, and you'll be set. You'll know exactly who to captain, who to vice captain, who to start, who to sit, who to pick up, who to drop. It's that easy. Yeah. And the beauty of it is it's as equally as, as useful for draft as it is classic. Yes. So if you're, if you're doing both, Use it for both because it will help um, select guys for trade options and things like that as well. Um, and as we go through the season, we'll be looking at flip and fetch options at, at certain parts of the season as well as strength of schedule analysis. And um, like we we dropped uh, yesterday the um, the positional and game matchup sheets. Um, and then today we dropped the player position sheet. So that the player position sheet just indicates what the players that have been selected by the team, team list just where they will actually um, play. So left center, right center, blah, blah, blah. And I might post some examples up on Instagram. Yeah, and that's probably going to be easier easier than, um, than us yeah, talk, talking shit about a few, it. A few examples just to, to wet the whistle, just the tip, just for a second, just to see how it feels. But also, <laughs> it costs you $5 to jump in and have a look. You don't like it, fuck off. But I guarantee you, you're going <laughs> to like it. Five bucks yeah. to just jump in to see if I'm bullshitting you. Trust me, I'm not. It's The shit on there is amazing. And you'll just be like, wow, Wooker sounds like an idiot, 
but he's obviously not. He's done all wow. this. Wow. Wow. No, um, and there's also there's also a written explanation as well before you actually sign up. So you can have a read through that just to get an understanding of how the sheets are, are pulled together, how the analysis goes, and what, what information comes out of it. And if you still can't understand it, you just ask a question on there. We get back to you really, really quick. Yep, exactly right. So that's the Patreon. Really excited. Look, I was pumped up about the se- the uh, the preseason work that we were doing, but now I'm really hard. Like I'm geared up for this shit that we're about to drop. I cannot wait for people to wrap their lips around these stats. Sexy as fuck. You've done the best, Wilco. Well, well, this is this is what we've actually planned for through the yep. se- um, through the end of last season. Um, a lot of the stuff that we were doing for the preseason work was a bit on the fly. Um, because we didn't realize how quickly things would take off with it. So, um, yeah, um, it was like we've had really good feedback about it. Um, it's helped a lot of people in their drafts. It, uh, like pulling it all together helped me in my draft. Um, so it's definitely something that um, that's useful for all. Um, and even setting up the, um, the classic uh, teams has helped me as well. Yep, hundred um, percent. Yeah, I just I just can't wait, mate. It's going to be so good. Uh, so yeah. Jump in there, subscribe, have a look. You you will not regret it. All right, let's get into our next order of business, which is the tipping comp, our tipping comp, the weekly rubdown tipping comp. Uh, if you haven't heard about it yet, we've teamed up with Bluebet this season to uh, to you know, set up our very first tipping comp. It's free to enter. Standard tipping rules apply. Bluebet are putting up two hundred dollars. Cold hard cash, winner takes all. Well, free entry. Free entry. Fuck, why wouldn't you join? Why wouldn't you join? Just get in there, have a tip with us. You'll win $200, easy as you like. Just download the ESPN tipping app uh, or go to footytips.com.au, search the weekly rub down, just the tip just for a second, and join the comp, and let's get this fucking tipping going, baby. Yeah. And, of course, remember, if you get a bet, bet with the bloody best. That's blue bet. All right, and gamble responsibly. Blah, blah, blah. Absolutely. <laughs> All right. Draft weekend. Woo-hoo-hoo-hoo. It was a wild one. What a weekend. So we got down there on Friday uh, around 2 o'clock or something like that. Straight on the biz. Well, I was drinking on the way down because um, I wasn't driving. So I was, I was already well and truly on my way. And then... Just one of the best weekends I've ever had. Definitely the biggest bender I've had since I was in my 20s. Like, I, I really am too mm-hmm. old for this, but fuck, it was good, man. The back of my neck hurts. Like, the muscles in the back of my neck hurt from throwing my head back in laughter. Like, <laughs> like I'm, I was laughing that much at some points during the day. It was so good. The costumes were out of this world. You came as Mario. I came as White Goodman. Um, fuck, every, all the boys went all out. The challenges were just the best. The weather was perfect. The house we had was perfect. Everything was just fucking on point. Now, where did you come in the challenge day, mate? Uh, so I ended up coming fifth. Nice. And what and what was your best challenge? What did you come the highest in? Um, so I came second in, I think, four or five challenges. But for me, funnily enough, the, the best one was one that... You, took no skill um was the marble race 
Yeah, nice. Took that out easily. Nice. Easily. Well, I think that was everyone's favourite Daylight, daylight second. Was oh, I, reckon, I reckon we could have run that all day. It was awesome. Yeah. And I think now you that did, we've you started- did really, You did really well pulling that together. Well, once we, now we've got a good base now. We could just add. We could just add to it. Every yeah. year, we could build the most monstrosity of marble race courses you've ever seen. Do you know what I mean? So that's going to be- to get a box trailer to actually bring it down. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> um, so I came- What did I come? Eighth? Uh, yes, eighth. yeah, eight. Um, so my best challenge, another challenge that required no skill, was the costume. Uh, I came second, came second to Bane, which I was a little bit pissed off with, but that's okay. He, second, he I'll deserve, take it, he, he deserved it. I'll take second, but yeah, all the challenges were so good, everything worked out perfectly. All the boys were amazing. Um, uh, Gilly, uh, one of the boys, he took over the book to do the scoring, and then you did a lot of the calculations at night. So everyone put their hand up for something over the weekend. Do you know what I mean? Whether yeah. it be cooking, whether it be setting up, whether it be cleaning up in the morning, it was just it was just such a perfect weekend. And I can't stress it enough to everyone out there that's got draft legs that you should be setting up this kind of weekend. Get away mm-hmm. to spend some time together, get some challenges going, draft together as well. Like drafting together was is so fun. Even though there's so many, so much connectivity issues and the site crashing, if you're all together, it's funny as fuck. It's yeah. I, I didn't even Every, really everyone, mind it. Everyone's in this. Everyone's in the same boat. I didn't even really mind it. I was like, yes, yeah, sweet. I was just laughing at people, having a good time. Like, but if you're at home by yourself and there's there's shit going on with the site, you are actually stressed and not having a great mm, time. Yeah. So that's another thing. If you're all together in the room, you're all in the same boat. You're just having the best time. And ah, oh, fuck. So good. I mean, I'm still rattled now. You can hear it in my voice, but <laughs> you and me both, mate. <laughs> just, oh, just, I get the adults, man. Just the Jesus. best, and that's the best thing. It's only once a year, so you can. Now we've just got to gear up for twelve months' time. Yeah. No, we've got, we've got it in us, mate. We've got probably we've a couple us. more of these. Yeah, I think so. Probably probably no more, no more footy games, but yeah. No, the footy games are done for sure. Yes. They're they're yes. done. They're done. We had a we had a dislocated shoulder and. Um, Natty got slammed back into fucking second grade. I think. You haven't se- you haven't seen a swinging arm like this since Adrian Morley. Oh, I think right, it was worse. Uh, I think right, it was right across the fucking bridge of my nose, <laughs> the cunt blew up, and fucking I was oh. bleeding everywhere. And I was like, "No, nah, I'm sweet, I'm sweet." Had one more run, someone jammed me again. And then I got up and I was like, oh, shit. It's like fucking Jeff Tuvey. I'm slightly concussed. <laughs> I'm fucking slightly concussed here. And I better sit down. Oh, fuck. Yeah, it took my head off. That's for sure. That's probably what my neck, that's probably what my neck hurts, that's actually. What, that is why. Because the, the muscles in my neck had to, had to hold on back. hold on to my actual skull from getting taken off my shoulders. So, <laughs> oh, my God. All right, what a what a weekend! All right, yeah. let's get into our actual teams, bro. So yeah. I released a, a post this afternoon about our top three picks. Now we're going to go through each round and who we got. On oh, our just for everyone, you might not understand this fully, but in the challenge day, we we like to give the guys that are higher up in the challenge day order, so the draft order. So if you've done really well in the challenges, we like to reward you by swapping your draft pick. With the guy that's the, so, the so, second the second round draft pick. Yeah, so 12, 12 and one swap, uh, two and eleven. So you and I swap. So you were fifth, I was mm. eighth. Yep, so yep. which means uh, you get your first round draft pick. But when it came around to the my second round pick, 
it was yours. So I had to pick for mm. you. So obviously yeah. that's giving you an advantage for coming higher than me on the challenge day. Yeah. So so effectively what it is is um, the first three rounds of, the, of our draft was linear and then it moved on to snake from there on. So yep. the only thing that changes from any other, le- any other snake league is that we just trade those second round yep. picks. And using us as an example is a really easy one because obviously if I come eighth, and I've got a I've got a less of a draft pick than you in the first round, but then I've got a quicker draft pick from you. So it's not that big of an advantage for you coming higher on the ladder than me and doing better at the challenge day. Yeah. So I mean, I mean, for 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 us um, between us, my second pick would have been pick twenty, and I got pick seventeen. So not a huge advantage. Yeah. Um, but. For if you come first, your first pick is um, is obviously number one, but the second pick in in our league is thirteen. Yeah, so huge. it's a huge advantage compared to twenty four. Yeah, and everyone's happy with that because everyone's like, "Well, so you should get it because you killed it on the draft day." Yeah, so and, no, and, no my, and 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 the point is, it's not just a single challenge. We have twelve different challenges that yep. we go through. Some of them are, are purely by chance. Some of them are skill based, and look, it, it it's just fun. Like everyone's everyone's got enough of a chance to to go really well um, compared to um, people who don't go well. To be honest, you just seem to go bad every year, though. I just get I just don't care. I just start getting drunk, and I'm just like ah, I'm just having fun with the boys. Like whatever, kick the ball here, throw it there, whatever the fuck. I'm just having. I'll tell you the one. I'll tell you the the two people who take it probably the most serious are Hale and Simo. Hazel, yeah. sorry, Hazel, not Hale. Yeah. What about? <laughs> yeah. Oh, good on him. Fuck. But Simo, Simo got number one spot, so maybe there is there is a reason to yeah. take it serious. Yeah, I just like I the first after the first challenge, I'm just like I'm so happy to just be with the lads, yeah. lads, lads, I lads, mean, lads, was, lads, it lads. Was such, it was such a good day. It oh, was such man. a good day. Oh, let's get into this round one. Who'd you go? Your team just sucks. Yes, your team completely sucks. I I can't even bring myself to say their name because it leaves a taste in my mouth like I've just licked my own crutch. What the fuck? So round one for me. Um, this is this is everyone's gonna laugh at this, but um, the side actually fucked up for me, and I auto drafted. Um, pick five, he slid to me, and it was just in my pre draft list. So note to everyone: set your pre draft list, otherwise I wouldn't have got him. Mm. Tommy Turbo. That's Pick huge. Five. That's huge value. That's nice. Oh, yeah. well, I, I have seen him go between three and seven in most. Oh yeah, yeah. Drafts, but, but so, predominant, yeah. predominantly three. So I've actually seen him in some at, at pick two for believers. Um, but yeah, usually around that three or four pick. So I, I, I thought that was pretty, pretty good value. Yeah, I was, I was resigned nice. when I got fifth spot. I was resigned to getting Cam Munster. And I was planning my team around that, and had to obviously do a bit of a pivot on that. Love it. Love it. I think that's a great pick. Uh, round one, I was at pick eight, and I went Harry Grant. Yep. Uh, so, obviously, all – so, Mad Dog was gone. Hughes was gone. Uh, and I was pretty much – I had a decision. Oh, no, no, no. Hughes was still there. Was Hughes, Hughes was there? Still on board. I thought he was yeah, gone. Yeah. Um, so oh, would I, you have gone Hughes over him? Mate, I can't – I'm barely remembering. I'm, I, I'm literally just reading the oh. the numbers next to the names in the draft oh, recap on the site because, yep, yep. as we all know, I was pretty hammered. Yeah. Um. So I went Harry Grant. I'm happy with that. Look, got got my hooker sorted. The best, the easiest, the best, the best hooker oh, in yeah. the game. Um, Daylight second. 
with the bench that's, that's set up at the moment, looks like he's going to get big minutes. I think he's in for a big season, so I was happy with that. Round two. So I picked first here, but it was for you. So you yeah. came over, sat next to me, and you, I was like, who do you want? And you went, Adam Dewey. Yeah, I went, it was a bit of a believer pick for me because I I had him at, um, in one of my leagues last season. And look, he's, he's so good. Um, doesn't like passing the ball, but at the end of the day, when you're playing that good and he's the goal-kicking um, player for – for a team that I think is going to go a lot better with Appy in the team, as well as a really good um, edge back row pair. Uh, yeah, it was yep. an easy one for me. Yeah. And so, you know, you sorted out your, your fullback and your 5'8 in the first two picks. You're off to a good start. Yeah. I was I was pretty happy with that. Um, I, I was looking around the board to see if if someone like a, um, uh, a Zaya Papley or someone like that slid, but... Not to be. So, yeah, that was a, a quick and easy one for me. And then the pick came around to you in round two, which you yeah. needed to pick for me. And uh, Scotty Drinkwater was there, and I was like, thanks for coming. You were tossing up between him and Burton and, and having a – you were getting yourself into a bit of a spiral about him, um, Berto or DCE, and you made the right selection, I think, because yeah. Drinky, he's going to have a big season. And I really like the Cowboys' start to the season, and that's pretty much what clinched it for me. I think he could probably win me some bets early on and make my team even better. So that was why I went him. Mm -hmm. Uh, Round three, uh, so it's coming back down to you. Mm -hmm. So who'd you go in round three? So round round three, I picked 29. I went with DCE. So he slid a little bit from where we were expecting. We we're, were expecting him to go in somewhere in the teens or maybe early twenties. What a stack! I I'm quite happy with that with Huge DCA stack. and Turbo. I, it was we didn't even put it in the list of stacks because I didn't think it was attainable. Mm. So I was the boys weren't onto it. No and one, this- no one had, the, no one had the head on a swivel because we're all half cut. And and the other thing was you were so worried about your phone or or laptop about it having internet. There's no way you could focus on any other team or what they were doing. No, because no- normally we'd have like the laptop open mm. and we'd be going along and having a look at other people's teams as we draft through. But no, nah, there was none of that. It was literally just, where's the fucking blue? Where's the green tick? Where's the green pluses? Where's the fucking? Oh, wild, fuck. wild, yeah. wild. So then around three comes to me at pick 32. I get Brian To'o. Pick 32. Yeah, that is a huge slide, man. I was that very, is, very was happy with this. That was a great pickup. Not only is 32 just ludicrous, uh, but Brian To'o, it's my first man crush pick. So I've yep. got someone that I really enjoy watching, so I was super happy with that. Um, and then on the return for round four, uh, at pick 41, I went Sam Walker. Yeah, uh, and that's and that's decent value as well. That's probably where we had him um, pegged for where he'd go. I was surprised that no one picked him up beforehand, um, especially like Gilly going um, white and pick 39. It was a bit of a wild one. But, yeah, um, yeah. It's look, it's one of those ones that um, it's a believer pick. And, yeah, I think he's going to go well. He also uh, – I, I always wanted to pick a rooster in, in round four or five to put mm-hmm. up in the bet because the Roosters play the Dolphins in the first round. Oh, it'll be a cricket score. So getting the guy that kicks goals and is the halfback and he's going to have his hands all over the ball for most of the tries, I think I'm in good stead there. Um, mm. And th- so that that sort of went into me picking Sam Walker as well at 41. Makes sense. Who'd you go? Um, well, it went went through to me and I picked up um, Bateman, so Johnny Bateman. 
Um, look, for pick forty-four. It's it's probably um, it's probably a bit later than I was expecting him to go, um, but it's probably a bit earlier than I would have wanted to take him. I, um, just where, where where I was placed in the in the draft. So, look, I'm not too disappointed. I knew he wasn't going to play this week, so yeah. I'll, I'll write it out and see how he plays. But if he's anything like he was at the Raiders, I'm in mean, for, for a pretty good pickup. He'll be very happy. Um, yeah. Okay, so round five, coming back around to you. Yep. Who'd you go here? So I, I picked up one of my man crushes, um, Jaden Braley. Woo! So That's another nice. spine spot. That is my spine sorted after five picks. I probably, if he wasn't available, um, I probably would have gone for a CTW. Yep. Um, or, or or the guy that you picked up, to be honest. Um, but yeah, no, I was pretty happy with that. So that yeah. sorted out my spine, and I can I can then be a bit more tactical with who I pick up from there. Well, round five was a big man crush round then because I went Ruben Cotter, mm. uh, and I yeah, I, I was I was gutted. Always always tell everyone not to go early on front row forwards, but he is just one of those guys that, and because someone stole uh, Paddy Carrigan off me. I really wanted another guy that's going to boost my enjoyment for Supercoach, and this guy is definitely one of those guys. So Ruben Cotter, mm. my first front row forward picked at uh, number 56, which, yeah, I like that. That was a big one. Now, coming back around to me, round six. Now, this is an interesting pick, people. So at pick 65, guess who was sitting there? Ryan Pappenhausen. I could Little not puppy. let that slide any further. Round I have six to admit, if, is if you, pretty crazy. If you did, if you did, for sure, I had him. I had him pre-selected. One hundred percent. In all honesty, if I don't know what, I probably would have picked him at round in round five. If I had a sort, you know, like I was probably trying to get connectivity or trying to fucking work out the dongle or whatever the fuck I was doing with the phone mm-hmm. and didn't see it. But yeah, round six just has it's to. Lud- it, it is ludicrous. Look, yep. I. I the only reason why I didn't really look at him was I would have had to get further cover for my fullback spot because um, obviously Tommy Turbo not exactly had the best run with injuries and all yep. that. So it, it it was a problem that I didn't want to have to have to deal with. So yeah, happy happy for you to um, to try it on and see how it goes. Um, it's good to see he's he's uh, walking in um, low gravity at the moment. Mm. So hopefully he's going to do some unassisted running in the next few weeks. And at pick 65, I only picked him for the finals. Mm. I don't actually care. I don't don't care if he comes back round six, round 10, round 12. As long as he's there from round 23 to 26, I'm happy, baby. It's going to be interesting to see how injuries and buys and all that carve out your team. Mm. Interesting for me, not necessarily interesting for you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so then it, it came across to me, and um, a, a guy that we're both big on was still sitting there, and like, I just couldn't let him slide past me. Uh, Isaac Targo, Targo. Yeah, um, I think he's going to have a Value. huge season. I think he's going to be averaging pretty close to to where Toto is, um, a little bit less. Um, I think you were saying he was going to average more, um, but yeah, I, like pick sixty eight. It's a, it's a steal, I reckon. Yep, yeah, it's a good pick, hundred percent. So, and then in round seven, it's back to you. Yep. So it wrapped around and um, pretty much at, at pick 73, I lost internet mm. and um, I wasn't sure who my next pick was. So I auto drafted. And so I got Talakai. Um, I'm actually not huge on Talakai, 
but um, but to, but the, this Talakai auto draft um, pre almost pre selected my next pick for me because um, I had to, I had to go for a stack after that. Yeah. Yeah, well, this was the big auto-draft round. Um, so, yep, mine fucked up as well. I auto-drafted Lockie Miller at pick 80. Supremely I don't happy think that's with a, that. I don't think that's a bad one, mate. I would have yep. done that. If, if I had your lineup, that would have been my next pick. Yeah, I'm supremely can, happy can, with it. You can play him in your CTWs or just put him in your rotation. And, yeah, I like at this point, I took a sneaky look at your team and I was not impressed. Yeah, yeah. I was, well, anytime, ha- I was not. I was not happy. I was. I was. I was impressed, but I was just not happy. Anytime, anytime you can play a, a, a player that's playing fullback in the NRL in your CTWs, you know you're going to get really good points. The base mm-hmm. is going to be there, and then on top of that, you got a guy like Lockie Miller who breaks tackles for fun. That's always going to be an upside. So yeah, I was. I was happy with that. Once my fucking phone kicked in, and again, I was like, uh, Miller, yeah, I'll take that. Like it. Let's go. And then. It's came around to me, uh, round eight. So pick, oh, pick, you picked, you picked my man crush. Pick eighty nine. I needed a five eight, and he was sitting there on the tippy top of my pre draft list, and I was like, "Yeah, I like that." At pick eighty nine, t- to be honest, fuck, that's great value for Ezra Mam. Mm, so, yep. that's fine, mate. If you want to trade me Dewey for Ezra Mam, we can do that. We can sort that out. <laughs> Yeah, nah. Um, I, I do love him, but not that much. Yeah. Uh, all right. So, yeah, so, so then it who'd went, you had? Went through to me at pick 92. Um, I had to complete the stack with Talakai. I went and got Teague Wilton as a bit of a, um, a roll of the dice, just to hope that he gets that starting spot. Turns out it's worked quite well. Um, but then um, my return pick, um, yeah, that didn't go so well. So pick 101 for me was Luke Thompson. Um, that hurt. So yep. got injured today, um, and then it was found found out that yeah, it's a it's more of a long term injury than um, than anyone hoped. So about six months out. So I was already under the waivers this morning or oh, this afternoon. So sorted sorted a few things out. I've got Ryan Sutton in. Yeah, it's a nice um, little pickup getting Sutton yeah. in. Yeah, yeah. I think that's a it's a like for like um, pickup considering they'll probably get similar minutes as they would, both would have got anyway. So. Yeah, I'm not, not too disappointed. Nice. So in round nine for me, it's pick 104. I went Adam Elliott as my first 2RF picked. Uh, mm. So because I'd sort of put some uh, put my attention in other areas of my team, but also with Ryan Pappenhausen sucking up a pick as well, yeah, my back rows were suffering, but I was really happy with Adam Elliott. And now I'll talk about this now because we're talking about him. He's obviously on the bench for the Knights. I wouldn't be surprised if there's a late switch and he puts in – gets put into the 13 or there's probably maybe two or three rounds of him just gaining his feet. Remember he had that niggling, I think it was a groin or a hip or something going on there throughout the preseason. So he's that perfect example of someone that probably needs a few games of just miles into the legs, bit of game time until he starts playing the actual minutes that we predict him to play. Do not fucking drop blokes like this. Yeah. Don't see him on the bench and go, oh, fuck. See you, mate. Bring someone else in. Be exactly. patient. Be fucking patient. He will be fine. Trust me. Yeah. Uh, right. And then, yeah, look, another one. So on the return, 
I got uh, I got Greg Marsu at 113. Now the hasn't beast. hasn't this shaken the Supercoach world? Uh, I just did, I just I've heard read... some wild things about people oh, just putting um putting him to waivers and all sorts of please stuff. Please do not Jesus. please do not drop Greg Marsu. <laughs> please do not gr- drop Greg Marsu. Oh my God! When I was hearing those stories, like what are you doing? People are just freaking the fuck out. I just read a tweet from Guru and it said. Don't stress about Greg Marzu. You may see him very soon. Ooh, yeah. So he's a, he's always on it too. He's the tip of the spear when it comes to just fucking relax, people. Greg, trust me, because I was like, oh no, <laughs> oh no, the beast, my boy. Just relax. It's early in the season, people. You'll be fine. He'll be fine. Yeah. Um, and the fact that you haven't seen him named in New South Wales Cup should tell you enough. Yeah. Uh, and then round 10, how'd you go? So from there, I I actually saw your pick and I went, you know what? I think the guy inside of him is going to do even better. And I went, probably my best. Even better. Yeah. The best. I think, I think he, he is going to have the best season of his career. Ooh, I like it. I like it. I like it. All right. And so round 11 for you. Yeah. So then that, that wrapped around and I... I had to finish my front row forward, so I went um, Welch, White Rhino, Christian Welch. Yeah, nice. I do like that. That's great value. Actually, give me one, so we, one, are we pick doing one twenty? Pick one twenty five um, for Welch, and then pick one sixteen for for Best. So I think I got I think I got good value for both because I've seen Best go anywhere from like eighty five to like one hundred and five. So I was happy with that. And so you're picking your bench now, or is this your first front row forward? So that's my second front row forward. Okay, uh, yep. the first one was Luke Thompson. Okay, give um, me your, give me the rest of your picks. Give me your bench now because you're on your bench. So now. my my other benches were Jermaine Hopgood. Yep, I got him at pick yeah, one forty. That. Yeah, that's fucking um, crazy. I picked up Aaron Clark at one forty nine, mm-hmm. and then um, Tamara Martin. Um, so the way that we uh, we draft because we change our picks, um, I hadn't selected a five eight at this point. And the way um, Supercoach runs their drafts is you have to have a full, fully completed team. So I had to pick up 5-8. Yep. He was just the best one available. Yep. No, fair, 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 fair. Uh, okay. So these are my last four picks. Uh, I went Matt Lodge at 128. I love that. Raymond Fatella mm. Mariner at 137. I well, love that's that. That's a nice gamble. Yep. Yep. Um, so that came came well came out well today with uh, the mm-hmm. injuries and him getting that edge um, role. Egan Butcher at one five two because uh, I had I'd heard whispers mm. that he would take up that Gussie uh, role. And we've been given confirmation yeah. that obviously he's been given extended time off. So I do like that. And I finished up with uh, pick one six one Ken Cola from Manly Seagulls. Yeah. No, that was that was a handy pickup at 161. Um yeah, I thought that was that was good. Look, your your bench is all right. It's not, it all comes down not, to Pappenhausen for me. It's not it's not setting the world a lot. Like that's for if, sure. if we get well you, Pappenhausen. You, you two are especially especially not. But I, I do have a guy that averaged 90 on my bench last year. So if he what's comes- he, what's he, what, is, what is he going to average in the first eight weeks, do you think? Even if he just gives me two-thirds of what he fucking averaged last year, I'm happy as fucking Larry, baby, especially with the Storm's run home. 60. You want him to average 60? At, yeah, fuck. What, when did I get him? Pick 65? That's a great starting point. That'll do. 
with a guy you that can, play, can, you, can play, you can you can play him up front with Drinky. With mate. <laughs> Are you new to this game? Oh. I may auto emergency it, bro. Have you heard of that? Auto emergency with your, be- with your bench, you probably can just drop them all. Maybe that's what I was planning, baby. Hey, there, bro. Hey, so let- I'm just going to recap my team: Hooker, yep. Harry Grant up front, Ruben Cotter, Matt Lodge back row. I've got Egan Butcher, Raymond Fatal, and Mariner in my halves. I've got Sam Walker, Ezra Mam. CTWs, Brian To'o, Lockie Miller, and at fullback, I've got Scotty Drinkwater. On my bench, Adam Elliott, Greg Marsu, Kenny Cola, and the great Ryan Pappenhausen. How you going there, bro? Good, good. So I've made some moves in my team already just due to the um, the TLT uh, bullshit that's happened today. So I'll read out the team as it stands now. So I've got Jaden Braley at hooker. I've got Christian Welch and Ryan Sutton in my front row forward pack. I've got uh, Teague Wilton and Jermaine Hopgood in my Torafs. I've got DCE and Dewey in my um, my halves. I've got Talakai and Isaac Tango in my centers. I've got Tommy Turbo, the great Tommy Turbo at fullback. And on the pine, I've got uh, Johnny Bateman, CHN, Bradman Best, and Seb Chris. Nice, nice, nice. Isn't it funny? So you're just hoping... Some bloke can stay together, and I'm hoping one bloke gets put back together. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> well, it, like if you had have not picked up Puffy, I would have been forced into a situation where I'm just hoping that one, if, if I can combine the two, maybe I'll have a player that's a bit more stable. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Hectic. Yeah, that, I, I would have literally had the worst of seasons, like um, stress-wise, if yeah. I had picked up those. Yeah. Nah, and look, because we play betting rounds, those that team, team makeup's going to change. Mostly, that team yeah. will not look like that in six rounds. I guarantee it. No, but no. it was great. I, I'm pretty happy with the draft. Everyone seems pretty happy with the draft, but I was happy yeah. with it, especially with the auto picks that happened as well. Um, I think your team is better on paper, but like I said, mine hinges on Ryan Pappenhausen. If Ryan Pappenhausen comes back and is eighty percent. That could literally win me the the comp. Yours was yours is the only team that I looked at, and I was like, "Oh, that's that could could present an issue in the in the finals." Mm. And like a a, a serious a serious issue. And like the best thing is, the longer he stays injured, the longer he is protected from bets. That's true. That's like true. He stays on my bench, not doing anything, and just just the, rest. The problem, rest up, Pappy. Just rest one of, the one fuck of the, up, bro. One one of the big issues that you're going to find through the season is when we've got like um we've got a number of like buys that happen throughout the year. We play all of the big buy rounds as well. So I will not be a dropping Ryan No, no, no. I'm not saying you ever will. I'm just saying you will find it very hard. In certain weeks, especially with the um, the Knights players that you've got, um, especially with with the um, the Storm players, it's going to be tough for you to field a full team. Um, going three Knights and Puppy was probably a big mistake. Mm. What's the same with you with Sharks? How many Sharks you got? Three? Two. Teague Wilton, Talakai. Wasn't and there one it. more? No. Oh, I thought you had so one. So I, 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 had, I kept my head on a swivel. Um, I went... That stack, I went um, Dewey and Bateman as a stack, and I went DC and Turbo as a stack, and stayed away from manly players, and stayed away from. Um, 
But yeah. so your the two your two big stacks, like when you don't have them, that's gonna hurt. It, I, I think it matters who yeah. you are. Like oh, a buy is no, gonna yeah, hurt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the you buy, don't the have buys D- are, the buys are gonna hurt. You don't have DCE weeks, and turbo yeah. in one week. Like that's gonna oh, fucking fuck nice. Absolutely. Hurt. Like do you know what I mean? Like yes, it's a great stack. I think I think the buys are just gonna hurt everyone at some stage. I don't think anyone's oh, yeah, yeah. Anyone there's going to be cert- there's it. going to be certain buys that'll just floor a team. Yep, regardless. and you're just gonna you're just gonna have to you're take just gonna the have L. to lick your lick your wounds and, and go to the next round. Yep, that's it. Just take the misses out for a picnic, take her in a da- date. Just give fucking NRL a rest for that weekend. And hey, this weekend's just for you. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> I really want to be watching my Supercoach team and the NRL, but you know what? I'm prioritizing you, baby. Let's go. All right, bro. Let's get into. TLT. This fucks up my plan. This is fucking bullshit. I gotta do something here. I, I, I still can't believe it. Help me help you. I'm not sure what to do with my hand. The rest of you made the team. <sighs> Except you, you, and you. Oh, yeah. So, not too not too bad, all in all, to be honest. Like, a lot of things were, were pretty much where we thought they'd be. Let's get into the Thursday night game, 8 p.m., the Eels v. The Storm. What are the big big ins and outs for this one, Wook? So one of the big ones that I, I saw, and this is this is one if you're looking for a hooker at the moment, and Hodgson is there. There doesn't seem to be a bench hooker for the Eels, so Hodgson maybe maybe pushing eighty minutes. Uh, they don't really um, that 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 could be a pretty good uh, move. I will say this though: Jake Arthur and Mitch Rain are both in the reserves. I know, and that's that's the thing that's a bit of a concern. Um, and there's there's always a bit of ducks and drakes when it comes mm. to final teams. So we'll see what happens with that. Um, Eli Katala and Trent Lura both got their edge spots, so as expected. Yep. So uh, just just know that obviously you've got uh, Tom Eisenhuth and uh, Tarek Sims not back yet. So yep. you know, obviously, I think Tarek, Tarek, Tarek Sims will get one of the edge spots. Um, I think he's is he right? I think he's <laughs> left. No, he's left. Left. Uh, left. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and he there was some talk of him possibly playing lock as well. Yeah. Okay. So Josh Josh King might move into the forward rotation if that's the case. Yep. So don't be spending big waiver claims on guys like that until we see the dust settle and some of these other players come back from injury and see what this Storm team actually looks like. Yeah. I think there's enough depth in the TRF um, market for most leagues to not worry about these two. Yep. For sure. Um, and then Warbrick got the vacant wing spot, mm, which is dog. which is really good news. Yep. Um, he's had a few people fall ahead of him though to get there. And then young, um, well, this is going to be good. Um, Tonoma Pia. Oh, it's close. We'll take it. Yeah, yeah, we'll take that. Um, so he he gets the the spot vacated by Olam due to his forearm injury. So that's a that's a good one. The left um, left center gig. So, but this is Tyron Wishart is on the bench. So eighty minutes is all but. Um, done for Grant, so he's, he's still going to get his good minutes. Um, probably going to get more minutes than when Cheese was there. It's probably- but, um, He's probably better for his attacking yeah, output. I agree. I agree. It's probably the best thing for his super coach output is for him to get a rest at 100%. some point. He, he's not He's not the base guy like your Cam Smiths and no. all that sort of stuff. He's, no. he's definitely the higher upside yep. type of player. For sure. For sure. Um, and obviously on the other side, for the Eels with the back row there, you've got the Cardi Party, Matt Dury, and Jermaine Hopgood. So it looks like Hopgood will keep that 13th spot. But there's going to be a bit of a battle there uh, until Sean Lane comes back from injury uh, to see who keeps one of these other edge back row spots. 
Yeah, I was a bit surprised that um, Murchie didn't get one of mm. the, the vacant tour off spots. So, which will- Dury's done well in the trials. And um, look, they're given another run to Bryce Cartwright. He, he played pretty well when he um, when he filled in at parts of last season. So, And you would think Jack Murchie rests one of these guys. Um, so, you I don't think, count I so. 80 minutes. No, no, no. I don't, I, I don't think the only one of those that I would be chasing would be Hopgood if he's available. Um, and there's every chance that he's available on a lot of waivers. So... So go go and have a sticky beak and grab him if he's there. Yeah, for sure. All right, let's get to the next game. This is the 6 p.m. game on Friday. Warriors v Knights. What do we got in this one, bro? Yeah, so for this one, Viliami. Um, so Brendan Braden Viliami got the um, the center spot after a pretty strong defensive display in the first trial. Mm. So that was good. Um, Barnett got the front row forward spot, which we kind of expected after the trial games. And Tohu got the lock spot. So that kind of pushed Curran to the bench, which is a massive kick in the dick to a yeah. lot of people would have um, drafted him early. Um, and, Jack- and Jackson Ford got the edge back row spot ahead of um, Curran. Guru's huge on him, um, the ex-Dragon. So definitely one um, maybe to have a, have a look at, see if he passes the eye test. But um, from all accounts, very, very talented footballer. Mm, interesting. Nice little plug and play there. See how and he then, goes. Um, on the other side, we've got no Marju. So mm. Greg Marju is nowhere to be seen in the team list. And no. he's also nowhere to, nowhere, to be, <laughs> he's nowhere to be seen in the cup side as well. Yes. So that suggests that he might be um, he might be carrying an injury or maybe um, slept with a coach's daughter or something. So <laughs> look, it, I, like, you, like you mentioned at the start, mate, that, if you've got him, just sit sit on him for a little bit. Guru's Guru's even put out that look, just hold your horses, yep, just chill don't, out, don't drop him. And we all we always like to run with the three date rule here on the weekly rub down. Three <laughs> rounds after three rounds, then you can work out whether you want to fucking fuck him again or just fuck him off. So just wait three rounds, put him on your bench, let him ride the pine for a while and see what happens. Let the dust settle. This always happens early in the season where teams are bustling for position and players are in, players are out. They still haven't worked out the total X's and O's with what's going on with these players. Only, what, two trial games? Yeah. So a lot of lot of new players in these squads as well. So just let the dust settle. It'll be okay. All right. So you've got one player not playing so far. Mm-hmm. So that's you've been hit once. Yes. Um, Adam Elliott's starting from the bench. Oof, that's another hit. Yes, and um, another, like I so said before, Kurt, Kurt, Kurt Mann takes the spot thought to be Adam Elliott at the lock position. So yep. that's it's a tough one. And if I had to put a big bet on, I would say eventually the thirteen will be Adam Elliott's. Okay. Otherwise, why'd they buy him? Yeah, no, I I agree. It's just um, with your team makeup, can you survive that long? Oh, bro. Anyway, anyway, on to the next. When do I fucking play you? Can't wait. <laughs> not not soon enough. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> what else you got? All right. Um, that that's that's all. That's over it for that one. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So let me just. Um, oh, both of the, both of the teams are as expected. I mean, Lachlan um, Fitzgibbon getting the back row spot again. That's that's exactly what's expected. Like he he's got he's got some sort of blackmail against um against the coach. So. Um, what, one of the interesting ones, well, not interesting because we, we knew that Gago was out, but um, Tuala um, got that other center spot yep. on the right side. Yep, for sure. All right, let's get into the next game. This is the 8.05 p.m. game on Friday. Panthers v. the Broncos. 
So, yeah, there was a lot of whispers about this wing spot for the Panthers. Oh, and, this, that Jesse McLean, I, and, I actually picked him up in our league. Blokes, like, I dropped you? him pretty quick. That's oh, a teamwork. Yeah. I fell for the old, oh, the old dummy. Now, it, I, yeah, yeah. Mate, people asking me that many questions, I was like, I don't know. I I wouldn't have a clue. I thought Tariva had it sold up. I saw, I saw his try and I was like, and all the arguments for him getting the wing spot made sense. Mm. So I went, oh, well, worst case scenario, I'm just going to be dropping um, tomorrow, Martin, anyway. Might as well have a, have a dig. Yep, nice. So what was it, What else was happening in this game for te- team lists? So from a team list perspective, um, like Taruva got the wing spot as expected. Um, both Garner and Martin played, so no, um, no Hosking, which is a, a bit of a surprise because I thought Hosking – um, played quite well. The rest of the Panthers are one to thirteen though, and then um, while she's out, so Selwyn Cobo takes the fullback spot, and then out of there, Jesse Arthur's takes the right wing spot from from Cobo back filling there, and then the rest of the Broncos are kind of as expected, except for um, Flegler after um, telling the club that he's leaving, he's been punted to the bench, and then Corey Jensen gets his start. Yep. So I think that might be. Um, uh, the team makeup moving forward. I mm. think Jensen, he's going to be a bit of the future because he's a, a little bit of a young fella and he's obviously going to be playing with the Broncos a bit longer than um, than Flagler. Yeah, for sure. And obviously so, once Walsh gets back, moves Cobo into his wing spot, Jesse yeah. Arthur takes takes a seat. All right. I'll tell you what, an ATS for Jesse Arthur's, not the worst in the world, the guy can find the try line. Yeah, bit of a hard matchup though, this one. It's a, ter- it's a terrible matchup, but... Um, if the Broncos are going to score a try, mm. it'd be worst worst try scorers to pick. True, 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 true. All right, All right let's get in the Saturday game, three PM. Eagles v the Dogs. What's going on here, bro? Uh so yeah, this one this one hurt me a lot. Um, Luke Thompson's out with a long term ankle injury. So there was a couple of tweets out from um, the man of the moment, Gus Gould, and yeah, apparently the injury that he sustained at training. Uh, training mishap is um, yeah six months out. So mm. if you've got him, um, look at look to replace him with someone else. So I was I was quick onto it. I went and grabbed Ryan Sutton. So I think that's almost a like for like replacement. Um, probably doesn't have the upside, the potential upside that Thompson had, but um, he definitely fills the the fifty to fifty five that I was looking for in my front row spot. Nice. Um, so so Sutton. Obviously picked up the front row spot with no um, with no TPJ and no um, Luke Thompson. Obviously TPJ is out with that um, calf. I think it's calf injury, so he's gone for another four weeks. But um, for Manu Brown gets the lock spot. Um, I think Brown is it, or is that New Brown that was the, yep. um, the yep. backup hooker? Yep. Fernando Brown from the, was it the Tigers he played the last Tigers, year? I think. Yep. Yeah. So he was quite zippy and I thought he, it's an interesting pick at lock. Um, TPJ is out for three games with a calf injury. Mm. I would expect him to take that 13 role once he comes back into the side. It's actually probably really good for anyone that drafted TPG late, TPJ late oh, with huge. Ryan Sutton, Sutton going to the front row with Thompson out. I can't see anyone else taking that thirteen role. Well, I think um, it, I think it might be Ryan Sutton that'll take that lock role, and then TPJ moving into the forwards. But either way, it's a good it's a same good position, position isn't it? for it's it's the same for the, how they would play. Yep, I think. Um, 
And then from there, Avarillo and Alamotti are the centers, so no Braden Burns, which which will hurt some people who drafted him as their last pick in drafts. Gerbo gets the front row spot like we expected. Kepi gets a lock spot. So Kepi Van Jewel might be a bit of a um bit of a selection. Um mm. don't really know how he'll go motor-wise. Um, but looking at the bench makeup, there might be a bit of time on the field for him. So yep. we'll KO Weeks is out. there. He's got the 14 spot. So they've yeah, gone yeah. with only three forwards, and one of them's actually mm. Bench Ravovich. So interesting. There could be some yeah. minutes there for guys like Jake Javovic especially. Um, but, yeah, interesting to see how Sean Kepi goes with this motor stuff. They might want to see him play 50 to 55 minutes if he can do it. Yeah, 100%. And obviously Schuster, Schuster being out with the um, – is that a – that's a calf issue as well. Yep. A lot of calf issues going around at this, yes, this time. Yes, old man injuries. Yeah, it is, isn't it? Mm. Um, just one thing to note with them, they, they do linger. Yes. So it is something that um, whilst they might not spend a lot of time out – it is something that will recur um, and they'll have to manage through the season. So something important to think about with TPJ and just uh, if you're looking to bring them in. And yeah, then sure. Cooper Johns takes a spot in. Yep, yep. So that's a short-term yep. short play for Cooper Johns. Um, yes. All right, let's get into the 5.30 p.m. game on Saturday, the Cowboys v. the Raiders. What have we got here, bro? Yep. So if you're – if Sebastian Chris is on your waivers at the moment. Go get him, babe. Pause the podcast mm-hmm. and then go grab him and then come back. Um, yep, welcome back. So Chris Seb, Seb Chris has got the fullback spot. So he's going to have that for probably the next um, eight weeks while um, Xavier Savage is recovering from a broken face. Um, broken cheek, man. Um, yeah, I was a bit surprised that they went with Chris over Rapana, but um, look, I think it's a, a really good... Um, Good pickup for, for anyone who's, who's able to wrangle it, to be honest. Um, Josh Papali'i is out. Um, Pasimi so- Solo. Pasama Solo? Pasami Solo. That'll do. Don't know. Never, never heard of him before. But, um, yeah, he's come in. Um, Corey Horsburgh is off the bench. Same with Emma Grula. So very surprised at that selection from Sticky. So I would, I would be even more surprised if it remains that way and, Either Horsburgh or, or Gula don't get a um, a starting spot. Or, um, Corey Harunara, CHN. That's, gets a, that's the a nice one. Spot. Yeah, that is 13. a huge pickup. Yep. So pause the podcast. If he's available, pick him up. I have um, had a few questions about CHN, and obviously, uh, based on this team list, it's great. Um, he's worth a free agent pickup. Just don't expect the world just yet. We know how Sticky operates. Mm-hmm. He could be there this week, and he could be fucking swinging a hammer next week. We don't know. Just yeah. keep that in mind, and definitely don't spend a big wave of claim on him just because we know that he does like to move guys around in this Ford pack. The one, the one really good thing um, with CHN getting the spot now is that the options that Sticky would have had last season in Ryan Sutton and Adam Elliott, they're no longer there for lo- for, for the lock spot. So the only other option would have been Corey Horsburgh, but he's more of a, just a third middle forward. Whereas Corey Corey Heronara, he's got a little bit of go about him. He he does have a bit of bit of hands. Well, I mean, we we saw it happen with him and um. Uh, what's his face? So, yeah, he's probably got too many hands, but um, he um, he's definitely got um, a good uh, footy brain on him. So I, I think he's going to go really well. Um, he's been really exciting to watch when he was at the doggies, and he's he's shown what he can do before he got um, suspended for I think it was like six games like end of last year. So I, I'm I'm expecting really big things from him. 
Nice, nice. Um, um, well, you would because you picked him up. I so did, I did. The uh, cows, and then, Le- Le- and then Levi beat out um, Wolford, but I don't I think mean, either of those are, are really super coach relevant. And the cows are pretty much one to thirteen, aren't they? Yeah, exactly. There's nothing, nothing there to um, to raise any eyebrows. Cohen Hess has got the edge back row spot, but yeah, I, I'm not really looking at him anyway. All right, let's get into the Saturday night game, 7.35 p.m. Sharks v. Rabbits. Obviously, the big one here, no Hines. Your boy Tricky Trindle no gets a start. Hines. Yeah, I do love a bit of Tricky Trindle. Um, he played god-awful in the All-Stars game, so um, <laughs> very interested to see how this one goes. It should be either way. It's going to be a bit of a blockbuster um, against uh, against the Bunnies. So, yeah, I mean, that's, that's the real big one. Teague Wilton getting the starting spot over Wade Graham's great as well. So yep. he was one of my gambles in the draft. You would think um, he shares minutes with Wade, though, for sure. Yeah, I mean, because Wade, Wade doesn't play, play anywhere Wade, else. Wade he? did play a lot. Um, was Dalfinukin in the side? In the side, though, Dalfinukin's there, but he played five eight in one of the trials. He played five eight. Five eight. So you think he gets Matt Molly gets a rest? Well, don't know. I we're, we're going to see, aren't we? I, I would expect I personally him- think the way that Wade Graham plays, I, I'm surprised. It, the only reason why they didn't fashion him into a lock is because of Gal. Yeah, I know. But they do have two locks, don't they? Yeah. No, exactly. Got locks coming out of their assholes. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I would expect them just to run that same thing they were running it last year. Yeah. Just And, and to be honest, that's not bad for Wilton. It's 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 good for the Sharks too because you yeah, get, you it's get good, Wade it's good Graham. It's for the Sharks and it's fucking fantastic for Talakai. Yeah, and you so you just get Wade Graham coming on, playing thirty minutes. He's going to be that attacking role on the left. He's got good ball, good good left foot kick as well. Um, but yeah, don't expect Teague Wilton play eighty. That's what I'm saying. No, no he's not. He, and I didn't pick him up for that. I picked him up to get maybe uh, maybe sixty minutes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's pretty. That's a pretty safe bet. Yeah. Um, and then look, the the bunnies are effectively one to thirteen. They look good. They're, they're they look no, very they're, strong. There are there are no no surprises at all. Yeah, look. Very so even strong. Isaac Thompson got his spot. Isaiah Task got his spot, and everyone else. Yep. They're yeah, all they the big good. names. They look. Really I mean, good. the the benches the bench is a little bit interesting. So, um, Shaq Shaq Mitchell, so Latrell's brother, got, gets a spot. So he's a big, 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 big front rower. So I think he's he's topping out at about one twenty kilos. So it'd be really good to see him play. All right, let's get in the next game. I'm sweating my ring hole out here. I turned the fan <laughs> off, and you are dribbling on like you wouldn't believe, and I'm sweating my ring out. Like, Sunday probably game. Looking at your, probably looking at your bench with no players. Dolphins roost. Oh. Please, bro, shut the fuck up. Let's get through this, bro. Can we get through this? I'm yes. hungover. I'm sweating. All right, Dolphins v. Roosters. Obviously, Big Joey Manu's out. That's a big one. Yep. Yeah, so Corey Allen comes in for him, um, and then the Butcher Brothers get the edge spots, and that's that's pretty much the um, the main ones. That, so Rudy Nusawali was going over to the center spot. Um, Jackson Polo was going to take the um, the vacated wing spot. So yeah, the rest of the rest of the um, the roosters are one to thirteen. Couple of great plug and plays there, Corey Allen, Jackson Polo. If you just want to start them up for one week, this is the week to do it. Oh, absolutely, yeah. A plug-and-play option for, mm-hmm. for Jackson Paulo would be very, very tasty. Yep. Um, and look, to be honest, if Egan Butcher is available on waivers, Nat Butcher wouldn't be, but Egan Butcher is worth a, a throw at the stumps as well. Yeah, for sure. Um, over, over the other side, so Isaiah Katoa beat out um, Milf to Huge. get that, that spot in the halves. So 
somewhat expected after a bit of the mail that we've been getting. Jared Wallace has beat um, Nichols. Boy, Nich- big Mark Nichols, the goat. Nichols, I was expecting him to get the um, the front row spot, and he's a bit of a tri-scoring th- threat as well. So mm. Jared Wallace gets a lot through a lot of work, so it'll be interesting to see where his minutes go. So he might be an option in a week or two just when we see how that pans out. But, yeah, apart from that, um, there weren't many surprises. So Gilbert obviously got the the lock spot. Um, Sean O'Sullivan got the the halfback spot. Um, uh, Branko Lee got the um, the center spot, and Tessie New pushed out to the wing. So that that was that was an interesting one. Ewan Aiken. Um, there was a lot of talk about Ewan Aiken not getting one of the center spots, and I was a bit surprised about that because he was. I thought he was probably the biggest lock in the the whole team. Yeah, he'd, he'd probably be a, a fair ticket price item there for the Dolphins as well. I mean, they bought him for a reason and that's one of the reasons. Yeah, exactly. Uh, all right, let's get in the last game of the round. Tigers v Titans. What are we talking about here? Yeah, there's a little bit to go through in this one. Um, so there was a, there was a little bit of initial talk. <laughs> there's a little bit of initial talk for the Tigers that Laurie was going to be moved out of the fullback spot and Staines was going to go there. That was before Staines actually played fullback and got fucking ro- rolled over. Mm. Uh, that that got changed up real quick. Um, the only reason why Staines is actually in the team is because Mamalo's got an injury at the moment. So Staines is on that wing. Um, Tommy Talao comes in, so I'm, I'm going to boldly assume that that's on the right center spot. Uh, Brett Naden on the left center spot and um, Dave Nofaluma on the right wing. Um, from there, it's pretty well as expected. So, so Stefano beat out Twal in the front row spot, which is good. Uh, Bateman's been rested for because um, he's only been in the country for about fucking four days. So Sean Bloor gets his go, which is really good for him. Um, on the other side, um, Isaac Liu gets the lock spot ahead of Aaron Clark. Mm. To be honest, I wouldn't be reading too much into that. Like I've personally dropped Aaron Clark, but it was only because of the um, the options that I had uh, on the waivers. So he's I, I would be keeping him if you can if your bench makeup can support that. Um, Campiero gets the wing spot. Jojo Fafita didn't get uh, beaten out for his other wing spot. Rest of the team kind of as expected, apart from Mofo getting punted to the bench for Jamin Jolliffe. A couple of guys here I'm really interested in is Tommy Talao for the Tigers. I'm really interested mm. to see how he goes. He's obviously Huge been under, potential. under an injury cloud for the last two years. So to see him coming in with a full preseason, he looks fit. He looks big. I want to see how he goes. Um, he's not a bad free agent pickup and stash just to see how they, they start attacking this Tigers well, team. The, the big thing with him is like he he had a an ACL probably about close to 18 months ago, nearly two years ago. He was ready to return yeah, halfway messy. through last season. They yeah. didn't bring him back. No. So the the whole thing about return um, return to performance and things like that that you have from um, ACL injuries, that kind of goes out the window because he's already had that sort of period that period to get it right yep. and get the performance he's coming, coming out of back so, in, ripping and a tearing. The other guy is this Khan Pereira. Mm, he is an absolute fucking gun. So score a try. I would, I, I, if he's out there, I'd love to pick him up as well. Because obviously we're talking about free agents at this point. Probably go and get him. See how they go. See how they attack as well. Uh, is is he on the left, Campiera? I think. Uh, 
If he yes. is, that's that's tasty. I think so. That is tasty. So a couple of guys there for your CTWs that are worth a pick up and just see how they go. Mm. Righto, that is the TLTs done there. Fuck me. There's a lot to talk about there. As I said at the start of the podcast, just let the dust settle. Just let the dust settle. Have a couple of rounds under your your belt and then just sort of have a look at it then. See a look look at performance, look at the minutes. Look at who's coming back from injury and then make a decision around that round three, round four. Don't get ahead of yourself here. Do not rage trade either. Just cruise. There's nothing worse than rage trading someone and then watching that player kill it for another team. Yeah. And how often does that fucking happen? A lot. Yes. A lot if you if you trade a, if you trade yes. them out early. Yes. So this this round obviously a little bit different, guys, uh, just because uh, coming in with free agents and waivers at different stages and times. But next week, we'll be back to normal scheduling. We will have the waiver wire pod. We'll try and get that out as soon as possible. And then we'll have the matchups pod that will go through the all the stats that we've got on the Patreon. And because we have those stats available on the Patreon, this is going to allow us to have more of an opinion-based podcast here. We won't have to read out the stats like we're robots because we can just say, if you want access to the stats, Go subscribe to the Patreon. It is all there in black and white. But we can sort of interpret those stats and have a good chat about footy and just see what we like and what we dislike without going through all the numbers. It's very tinny. It's very hard to listen to as a podcast when all you're talking about is numbers. And we get that. And that's why one of the reasons why we developed the Patreon is it's going to free us up in the podcast to just dribble, Mm. do what we do best and dribble about rugby league. So that's going to be really exciting. Uh, We're obviously going to have the stat sheets up in front of us, but it's just for us to give us a guide on what we like and what we dislike. So those two podcasts can be out on Tuesday. Then we're going to have the Chase Your Losses podcast come out on Wednesday night. So three podcasts, midweek, NRL, just fucking nailing it. The other thing I want to talk about is questions. Really want to streamline these questions. We've got so many questions on so many different platforms today. It was really overwhelming. And I hate not getting back to people, but with a full-time job, a kid, trying to get dinner ready, trying to clean up, or it's really hard to get back to everyone. I want to streamline these questions so I get to as many as you as possible. So what we're going to do, we're going to have the waiver wire pod, then we're going to finish that up. Then Walker and I will go live on Instagram for 15 minutes. And if you're on, on there while we're live, you can ask your questions. We'll get back to you about waiver wire questions. Just ask us only about waiver wire and we'll answer those questions. Then for the matchup podcast, we will do our question segment at the end of the podcast as we normally do. But Patreon subscribers will always get priority. So if the Patreon subscribers take up all the time, for the question segment, so be it. That's just the way it is. And then for anyone else that's sending us questions, DMs are going to be really hard to, to get to, guys, because just have so many coming through at the moment. But what I'm going to endeavor to do is maybe if I get time before a game or if I get time on a Wednesday night or something like that, I will put out a story for questions and that will streamline all those questions to that story and it'll make it easier for me to get to everyone and I can just sit there and answer questions and go through everyone's um, queries uh, in a allocated time space if that makes sense because mm. I just I just don't want to miss people and at the moment I'm missing a lot of you because it's just getting pushed further and further down as more and more questions come in so 
If you see a story up with a, you know, put your questions here, make sure you put your questions here. Don't DM me. It'll get lost. Yeah. Yeah, we're, we're getting, we're getting, like, getting raped. Yeah. Getting raped. <laughs> getting, yeah. Getting raped. Like it's, it, it, it's actually, it's actually been overwhelming this season. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's, it, things are blown up. But yeah, if you do have any questions on Patreon and all that, hit us up with the messages and yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll respond quite quickly because I, we're, that's where we're focusing our attention. Exactly. And I know it's, it's, it's just, you probably think, ah, it's a fucking selling tool. Of course it is. And of course, we're going to answer the people's questions that are paying for the su- subscription first. That's just that's the right thing to do. So if you want a surefire way of your an- your questions getting answered, subscribe to the Patreon, and we will always get back to you as quick as quickly as possible. And we'll also throughout the season have specific subscriber podcasts that only the subscribers can listen to you know it might be we'll put out a question one week and a week later we'll just do a whole podcast on answering those questions but only the subscribers will get it so yeah. we're trying to give that sort of content to the subscribers how many times it's, can it's, i say it's subscribers a, it's a, in one sentence i know it's a it's a skill your month it's not we're not trying to charge the world or anything no it's literally just so yeah we can we can start to do things like prizes and all that sort of stuff so we're, we've got the um, the Supercoach Classic um, League at the moment, so the winner of that, um, who's a, a Patreon subscriber, gets two hundred fifty bucks. Just things like that that we're we're trying to introduce. So we're trying to get into some merch and all that sort of stuff as well. Yeah, just grow, just growing it, but also trying to make everything a little bit more streamlined. You know, the the Patreon there with the stats is going to free us up to do um, better podcasting, but it's also going to make it available to you guys so it's it's not so hard to listen to and try and understand and you'll get it because once once you look at it you're like no thank god they i mean you know they try well, to, to talk some shit trying to dribble this out on an hour, hour long podcast is impossible so yeah anyway that's i just wanted to get that out because i i know i've missed a lot of you in the questions and i apologize for that but I'm trying my hardest. I'm, I'm trying to get to everyone. And put, and obviously, Wooker's doing the, the Patreon and Twitter as well. So we're trying to divide and conquer and get to everyone. But it's been a busy day. There has, there has been. Obviously, with the, the, a lot of drafts going on in the last week to two weeks, it, there has been like just an, an avalanche of fucking tsunami of questions. Yeah. So, yeah, there's bound to be a few that have got lost. And we do apologize for that. But. Yep, Them and hopefully, hopefully, the way we're set, going to set it up from next week onwards is going to make it a little bit easier to get to everyone. Yeah. Um, so on that though, we do have half a dozen questions from the Patreon. We can go for it. Okay, let's do it. All right. Are you ready? I am ready. Excuse me. I'd like to ask you a few questions. You want answers? You know the question. Are these really the questions that I was called here to answer? I'm Ron Burgundy. Okay, the first one's more of a statement than a question, but I'll read it out anyway because it needs to be heard. Okay. So why why is the website so shit? The Supercoach website. Um, Try to draft last night. Um, how can we demand a change? Um, do we do a petition? Um, I'm sure I'm sure it's not just us that had issues. I've heard of a few drafters having um, having issues and the site just shitting the bed in the past few weeks. So biggest draft w- weekend of the year and it's crashed. How fucked. Yeah, it's obviously um, disappointing, uh, and we've passed on our concerns to the people uh, that we know that are in the know, and that's really all we can do at this point. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Um, the, be- the best thing you can do is to, to go onto the um, the Supercoach website 
and then hit up the, the contact us option and then just explain the issue to them. And then after that, go on to Twitter and then tweet to the official Supercoach handle. So at Supercoach NRL and just complain. That's the best thing we yeah. can do yeah. is just fucking throw throw shit at them. And they need to just realize that it's a growing platform and they need to be prepared every year for it to be bigger than it was last year. It's as simple mm. as that. Yeah. Uh, second question was more of the same, <laughs> to be honest. Okay, we'll so skip what, that one. Yep, yep. Yeah, yeah. So the next one is a four-parter. So the first one is with the news that, that Milf might drop out of uh, out for Katoa. Does Katoa become draftable? I've already answered that one. I've said, yep, yep. grab him if he's available. Yep. Uh, the second one I've, I've also answered, um, and it was just about Gussie and is he worth drafting? We originally had him at round two. Obviously, he slides well down and he almost becomes undraftable. Uh, the third one is hearing Jake Preston will win a starting edge spot at the Doggies. So we've seen that that's not the case. Um, so yeah, he dro- drops a bit out, of, a bit out of contention there. And then originally, you guys had Dom Young as a round 10 pick. Um, with news that he could be heading to the um, the Roosters next season, does he does this increase his value? Now, the only way it'd increase his value much more than um, where we had him would be if um, if you're in a dynasty league or a keeper league. Um, that's the only only way that that would have an impact to it. Yep. Or if somehow he moves mid-season to the Roosters. It's true. Yeah. Um, I, I don't I don't see that happening. But um, yeah, stranger things have happened in this world of rugby league. Mm-hmm. Uh, next one is who to VC captain from Latrell, Sammy Walker, and Dewey this week. There's a free shot at a lo- uh, VC loophole with. Um, uh, with Jack DeBellin. Well, it's hard to VC Dewey because he's the last game. Yeah, but... Um, You're saying captain? While the, no, no, no. With the VC, he can... Um, he, oh, that's the thing. Uh, you'd almost be having your captaincy straight on Dewey. Yeah. So you got um, Dewey's in the last game, Sam Walker's mm. in the second last game, Latrell's in the third last game. Oh, no, what he's saying is, yeah, Dewey would probably be his captain and then it'd be the VC on either Latrell or Sammy Walker. To be honest, against the against the Dolphins, uh, the Dolphins, I'd be going Sammy Walker. Yeah, I think he's up for a big one. Um, not only that, like, he probably has two or three tri-assists, but he's going to be kicking goals. Like, how many goals is he going to mm. kick? I actually think out of the three of those, I think Dewey's going to um, get the highest out of those three. Which is um, a nice up captaincy. T- up, 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 against the, up against the Titans. Last game of the round as well. It's a mm. kind of a free shot at VC. I, I do like that. Yeah. Yep. So, Sammy Walker into, into, into Dewey. Let's do it. Um, so, the next one has asked, can you review slash take the piss out of my team? Um, so, 12-teamer, 13 starts, five subs. Um, so, he's gone Hines. And then uh, Dave Fafita picked 23. Yeah, pretty nice, good. Nice. Pick 26, Brumo. Pretty good. Yeah, nice. That's not bad. Pick 47, Hudson Young. That's huge. Mm-hmm. A huge value. Um, Jaden Braley at pick 50. That's Perfect. pretty good. Perfect. That's bang on where we expected. So Dearden far, so good. At 71. Bloody good. Yep. I think that's that's bang on. Gobo at 74. I think that's good, especially with him probably going to get um, uh, fullback Jewel as well. Mm. Not bad. Not bad, not bad. Uh, Tor Lange, 
um, at pick 95 and best at pick 98. I think both of those are pretty well bang on as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, best maybe a little early, but uh, I do like that. Farnsworth, um, that one might bite you come middle of the season because the Broncos do have a lot of really good centers, mm. um, like Dean Mariner and, and Co. Yeah, so they might start other guys. Exactly, yeah. So pick 119, though. He didn't really spend a big one, so that, that's a good one. Adam Elliott, 122. Mm. Not bad. That's pretty good value. Um, Christian Welch, really good value at 143. Um, Tommy Gilbert, 146. Absolute um, masterstroke there. Uh, Tavita Totola, I mean, I don't put much weight in front row forwards, but it's still a good pickup. It's late. That's good. Yeah. Um, Christian Tua Pilotto at 170. Not bad. Yep. Late. Um, good. This one's fucking amazing. Sebastian Chris at 191. <laughs> Unbelievable. Nailed it. Um, pick 194 is a throwaway one. Um, I think he was um, that Christian Mapabalangi Mapa, Mapa or whatever. Yep. There was talk about him getting the Knights um, uh, wing spot. But, uh, I mean, um, that's a good spot. team. Good team. Yeah, Solid. Not bad, not bad. Across the park. Didn't really reach for anyone. Got a lot of guys at value. Yeah. Yeah. Like it. Really, really good value at the, start, at the front end of the, um, the draft. That's mm. good. So sit versus start. Wilton, Hopgood, Elliot. One to miss starting. Elliot, drop him. Wilton, drop him to, to the bench. Good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Yeah, so El- Elliot starting from the bench. I feel like unless Unless there's a late Elliot switch with Adam Elliot coming in at 13. Who would, you, who, would you take, who would you take out out of Wilton. Hopgood and Wilton? Wilton. Take out Wilton. Yeah. Okay. Um, and is Sebastian Chris a target now that he's named at fullback? Yep. Um, and Savage gone a while. Yep. I actually replied immediately to that one and said, yep. "Grab him now." Yep, go get him. <laughs> nice. That's that's it. That's all. Nice, nice, bro. Well, let's get the fuck out of here. It's well past my bedtime. I've still got maybe seven or eight days worth of sleep to catch up on. <sighs> Hopefully, I'm back to 100 percent tomorrow because I was not 100 percent today. There's a there's a there's a big detox <laughs> happening right now. My body, my body no cannot good. survive on. Sausages and fucking bacon and beer. That's all. The, nope. That's all we had. Nope. Nope. There might have been. There might have been some bread in there somewhere. Yeah. Oh, all right. That's the final sign, rubbers. Go subscribe to the Patreon. I promise you, you will not regret it. Go follow us and on the up, socials. Hit up the tipping comp. Hit yes. Up the tipping get in the tipping comp. Yep. That's going to kick off soon. Um, and of course, remember, there are many things a man can do with his time. And this is better than those things. You're damn right, Walker. Catch us next round on the weekly rubdown. that India. Ta-da! 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 Ta-da!